Welcome to the Salmon Poetry Podcast. Salmon Poetry is an Irish publisher based in Ennis Diamond, County Clare, home to our bookshop and literary centre. You can find our titles and new projects on www.salmonpoetry.com. Salmon Poetry is supported by the Arts Council of Ireland. Hello, my name is John Griffin. I'm going to be reading from a collection, my new collection entitled Erosions. It's my first full collection of poems, and it's dedicated to my parents and to my American parents, Nick and Sharon Carter. I'm going to read three poems. Uh, The first is one entitled Ship Shape. The origin of the poem is standing in a church and looking at the vaulted ceiling, the rib and barrel vaults of a ceiling and thinking they looked like the uh, underbelly of a boat ship shape. The roof of this church is the ribbed bilge of a sky-going brig. Its multi-chinned hull looms above the nave. Its bulbous bow hangs over transept and chancel as the stern stretches aft to tiller. The port and the starboard sides hold the walls that lock the vessel into prayer. But soon, at the tolling of the end of days, the beam will split the tailboards from the bow. Then the keel will break free of pillar and arch till the heavens open and the jib emerges all along the sprit. Clues will cleat and cut the craft and launch it into sidereal headwinds. Then suns, buoyed by immensities of dark, will tug at cosmic currents while the black seas of the Empyrean will boom with spars and creaking masts, and the singing of the sailing souls once moored by hawsers will steer the oars of their supplications into the bottomless, rudderless deeps. The second poem uh, is entitled Extinction, and I should hope that the title of this poem more or less speaks for itself. Extinction. Snowflakes swirl into the slipstream and drive on the currents of cold past fits of iricondia, past dendritic veins and vapid capillaries shorn of their flesh. The lord of the flies lies felled and frozen in a hypothermic rigor, his black limbs frosted and his red lips pale, where scorn once spewed its scald and spite. I remember the aura that once hung round this place, near the rusty gantries, in the obsolete pens, above the divots where axles and anvils lie, choke bands and bits, bridles, harnesses and rings fill the barns deep with their demonic dart. There are shadows too in the lofts where animals nose their end in the alien absences. No stopping what dropped old toils into ruin here, the shell-shocked workshops gradually laid bare, the foundries all lost, the mills, the forges and plants blighted or left fallow, a land in utter decay. Winter hurled its blue doom from volleys of snow as the chill shouldered its grudge across the barrens, and the raptors screeched their atrocities of prey. But the faces were here too when the light was still young. Spring was in fashion then, Poenies with atropaic eyes stared the future out of time or hypnotized its trespass with the flowering, a moving kaleidoscope endowed with consciousness, never at rest or silent and oblivious to oblivion, nudging 
and prompting that knob we find unharvested by this deepening snow. The third poem is one called Demijohn, and this I could give a little bit of explanation. As a young boy, uh, we used to play by the banks of the river in my local town, uh, just behind the creamery. They used to use sulfuric acid to wash the big tanks where the milk was stored, and they'd rest these large aquamarine bottles outside on the banks of the river, and we would come play, open the bottles and the corks, uncork them, and the waft of the sulfuric acid used to send us into orbit. So I'm looking at these bottles and trying to imagine a unique history for, for them. Demijohn. An aged genie was born from the belly of this bottle. She fumed a balm of infant psalms. She fanned her pungent alphabet of loss, burnt caustic codes, smoked psychotropic signs like a holographic brand of loss, and was at rest. This aquamarine demijohn travelled the ocean's blue. Her fishnet girdle once trapped a sperm whale, saw pirates raise sunken treasures from the deep and lay dumb within earshot of their drunken shanties. She knew the heartbeat of the waves long before the arrest that washed her here. The albatross perched on the nozzle of her sighs and the fires of worn-torn galleons were mirrored across her burnished back. They drank her rum rocked her dizzy on the drowning deck, then tossed her vacant shell ashore. So here she sits at rest at last, impassive, forlorn, in need of love and the human touch. Come to me, caress awake the fitful spirits within me, chant alive my ancient revenants, open my valve and let the lungs of history bleed. There, there, come to me and know my tale. Come and breathe my breath. Inhale me into you. Take me alive into your life and remember to remember me and all that I once was. For I need you to complete and conjure me whole. To be my midwife, my teacher, my medic, my priest, my witness in another age. Who blew the mottled grass from desert sand? What slave stoked the ancient fire? Who built the ovens of the sun? What Vulcan beast hammered molten steel astride the anvil of her birth? The blue-green glass thickened when her waters broke and hit the pagan floor, and something of her labor pangs were captured in the snowy quartz of her crystallized coming forth. Another age ejected her like flotsam from the frothy belly of the sea absolved her in a camouflage of eyes. See this Neptune seal where the horses of the sea gallop on tides of foam. Whose were the hands that held the reins of brine and rolled the cooking glass ashore? The jar is jolted into remembrance of all she has forgot, and she forgets it all, though all the acid genies in the cosmos may churn and boil at her brim. She sits impassive, forlorn, shorn of her seaweed-strewn pedigree, stinking of the salt of her open wounds, a factory of vile vapors mixing, manufacturing time and expectation until the tepid blood in our veins stirs alive her weft and heft of draft that will rise again to simmer her home.
and home she will wake, delivered from the gut of the pregnant bottle, screaming, weeping, but happy and at rest.